Shabbos, Perk Tesvav, Mishnah Base, 15.2. The Mishnah continues to discuss the Malachas of Kosher, and really Matir, which goes hand in hand with it. In the previous Mishnah, we had said that Mida'araisa, a knot that you tie that is intended to last indefinitely, is a Kesha Shel Kayama, and according to Rashi, that makes it a the tying such a knot is an Isra Dorais already. According to the Rambam and Rif, it also needs to be that you've tied this knot in a as a Maisa Uman in a durable way that it will stay tight and fast also indefinitely, not just you intended it to be, but also it will indeed stay tied together. You need both those conditions. At the Mishnah here now, we'll talk about the times when a knot could be just an Isra Durabanan. And the Mishnah says, Yesh l'chak sharim she'ein chayavan aleyin kekesher ha'gamalanim there are certain knots that one is not chayev midoraisa for tying them, like one would be chayev midoraisa for tying the camel driver's knot and the sailor's knot, period. And that's the end of the paragraph. The mission does not give examples. If you don't realize that, you get a little confused as the mission goes on, because the mission will now go on next to talk about the kind of knots that are mutter. But the point of this line of the Mishnah was, in contrast to the previous Mishnah, which said that there are these Camel driver knots and sailor knots are Asr Medoraisa, and one is liable for them because they are Kesher Shal Kayama that lasts indefinitely, and according to Ramam, they're also going to be able to because they're durable as a Kesher Uman. So those knots are the Doraisas. Now the Mishnah here says you could have a Durabadan as well without detailing it. So according to Rashi, that would mean that you tie a knot, but the knot that you're tying is not intended to last indefinitely. If you tie a knot, K N O T, and you are only intending it to last um, for, let's say, a, a day or a week or a month, so then that knot, and then you'll undo it, so that knot is only Asamidur Abanan, says Rashi. According to Rambam, actually you can have a Durabanan if either one of the two conditions aren't met, meaning either it's a Keshashal Kayama, you tie it and you intend it to be indefinitely tied, but it's not Keshashal Uman, it's just not tight, and it will eventually come undone regardless, that'd be a Durabanan. Um, not, or unter- alternatively, it's tied very tight, but you didn't intend it to last indefinitely. You had a fixed, you wanted it just there for the day or something. So, both of those examples would be Usr Midurabanan, says the Rambam. The Mishnah goes on now to say knots that are mutter to tie altogether. So, that means according to Rashi, these are knots that are simply not intended to last through the whole of Shabbos. They're just less than a day, they didn't undo them. Um, and they're not even Asr Medurabana, they're not going to, they wouldn't be stayed tied even if you left them. So they're just mutter to do. And the Rambam understands the same thing, basically, which is that you neither, they're neither Shalkayama, you don't intend them to last, and they're not going to be able to last because they're not um, Kesher of an Uman. So the examples here are Kosheris Isha Miftach Chaluka. A woman could tie the, the, the straps in front of her some kind of shirt that has you know straps that go across her chest, like one the right side goes on the left shoulder, the left on the right shoulder, whatever it is. Um, she sort of will bow that up and unbow it, whatever it is. So that's just temporary for Shabbos, and that being the case, it's not durable and it's not intended to last indefinitely, so it's motor. Same goes with vechute savacha, like the tying on her hairnet. There's some loose end that gets tied on there. Again, like a do-rag, whatever the story is, it's only temporary. This is motor. Vishel psikia, same goes with the belt. I guess we'll translate it as a belt. Psikia basically is like a thick leather belt or strap, but instead of a buckle, you have strings at the end that tie together, like put them into a bow. Um, so you put it on, you take it off, it's not 
intended to be lasting a long time. Ritsuas minal vasandal, same goes with tying your shoes. There's a leather straps for tying the shoes. The minal is a shoe, it's a soft shoe as opposed to a sandal, which like is a hard piece of leather at the bottom, but the idea is the same. The straps are tied on, the straps are undone, not intended to last. Same goes with Venodos Yain Veshemen. A node is a flask, like it comes from typically from like a bladder of an animal, and they would fill it with wine or oil, and of course you you kind of tie it, close and untie it, so that tying close is just a temporary tying that's meant to become undone. Same goes with Ukaderish El Basar, and same goes with the knot on the pot of meat. What that's talking about is, let's say, for example, you have like a chalant pot, so you don't want the flies to get in there and other stuff, so you'll keep it covered with like a cheesecloth, if you'll excuse the expression, and you have to tie the cheesecloth on. Um, Basari cheesecloth, of course. Um, and uh, so all those knots are not meant to bleed and last, and therefore you're in, you're okay. It's mutter to do. Um, again, according to Rashi, if it would be intended to last even one day, it'd be Asimitur Abanan. According to the, the tour brings the sheet, that's a whole week. But okay, uh, the Ramam, it's simply a question of indefinite or not indefinite. Okay. The Mishnah continues on. It says, Rebliezer ben Yaakov Omer. He adds the list. Koshin lifnei habahema bishvil shlotetze. You can tie the string that closes off the pen of the animal so the animal shouldn't go out. It's not arguing. It's coming to add another item to the list. The same idea. This is the kind of knot that's also short-term, not intended to last, etc. So therefore, it's okay. We have one more case, the case of the bucket at the well. This is a little more complicated. What happens is, well, you know, there's a hole in the ground. you got to take a bucket and draw water out from in the well. So you'll need to have the bucket attached to a rope or a chain or something and then what happens is normally is you just leave it for the next person so once the rope is attached it stays on indefinitely the question is this bucket at the well doesn't have any rope so you need to get some rope so you can lower it into the well so what if you take a belt the good old psikia from early in the mishnah and you use that someone's belt as a makeshift you know uh, rope if you will to lower the 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 delete the bucket into the well so the thought is, the Mishnah says, Koshin psikya, you could do that. Why could you do that? Because presumably as soon as you're done drawing the water, you'll get your belt right back. You're not going to abandon your belt and let it be mevatel, not let it be like it's no longer a belt. Now it's just a rope for attaching to a bucket to, at the well. No, when you're done, you'll take your belt right back. And that being the case, it's the tying is just temporary and therefore permissible. Avalo bechevel. But you couldn't take a rope, even if you say the rope is temporarily tied. The concern, of course, is at some point you'll abandon it, or you really didn't mean it, um, or you move on to the bucket forevermore, and therefore it's usher to do. Rabbi Yehuda is matir. Rabbi Yehuda says, yes, you could. Now, what does he mean by yes, you could? What he means is, of course you can't take a rope and tie it on and leave it forever as a rope for the bucket. That would be a good old-fashioned keshul kayama. No way. At least midurabanan. Usher may be the raisa, according to Rashi. Now, what he is talking about is that you borrow someone else's rope. So you have like a weaver, the guardy, and the old weaver, um, he he needs his rope for his weaving purposes. Uh, it's part of his equipment. But he lends it to you temporarily to use to attach the bucket to make use of the well. So Rebuda says, in such a case, since we know that the weaver is going to want his rope back, it's going to be okay. The Tanakama says, no, we don't like that because you know what? You never know. You're tying a rope. It looks like, it feels like, it acts like, it could go on indefinitely. Um, and um, therefore, you just can't use, even if it belongs to someone else, you can't do it. Um, lest, you know, he'll just, maybe he'll trade it out. He'll abandon that rope. We'll get a new rope. Who knows what will happen? And therefore, you may not ever use a rope, even if you think it's temporarily. 
And that is the halach, like the Chachamim. The last sentence of the Mishnah here, again, the way I broke it up as I explained, so, I mean, I, as I explained things that, that broke it up, the Mishnah doesn't seem so confounding, but if you read it in one fell swoop, you might get conv- confused, because now we're going to have Rabbi Huda say something else. And if you read it in one fell swoop, it seems as if Rabbi Huda is commenting on what he just said, but no, he is not, ostensibly. He's making a new point, like a new paragraph. He's just summing up and saying, Klal Amr Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda said that the principle in general not the point he just made about the weaver's rope, but in general, the principle is, kol shel kayama en anytime you have a knot, and the knot is not intended to last indefinitely, so then, again, according to Rashi, meaning it's not even lasting a day, Tor brings the sheets up in the rush, a week, the Rambam indefinitely, the point is, if it's not, it hasn't got the intention, you have a short-term plan, like just say a day, for this rope, then you, that knot, I should say, then you will not be chayv for it, and the Allah indeed is like this part of Rabbi Yehuda. That is true for everybody. Um, unlike the previous sentence, which the Allah is not like Rabbi Yehuda, you can't abandon your rope um, as the s- string that you borrowed from the weaver to use to draw the water from the well.